Hey, with John D. D. Nicola, uh, we're, uh, Hope on Float is the short film played at the Animation Feedback Film Festival. It is five minutes long. It's an environmental animation 2D. Is it 2D animation? Yes. And you're the co-director. And Deborah, uh, same last name. Is that I'm, I'm assuming you're related to her. She, she's my wife. And I thought she was going to be here, but she's not here. She, she ducked out of the interview? Ducked out, I think. Unless she shows up. Let's see. I'm out in the barn. I have a recording studio in the barn. And that's so we'll see if she shows up. Gotcha. And so do you guys work? Have you guys do you guys work together a lot or? We work together a lot. Um, I, 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 she probably hasn't um, gotten the credit. You know, she's mostly uh, on the sidelines as a consultant because she's really uh, talented in music and film. She she was uh, uh, she used to be a TV personality, uh, not personality. She used to be a TV journalist. Yeah. Um, in the, the personality now, right? There's no such thing as journalism anymore. I know, unfortunately. <laughs> I don't know. Is it the same way in Toronto? Is it? Uh, I think it's a whole. I think it's a whole world. world. Social yeah. media. You Sadly. Know. Capitalistic sad. newspapers are dead situation, right? So I know it's sad. Anyway, uh, so she's uh, we, we're also doing a Peter Lewis documentary together. Her and I, uh, with my son, is actually the the filmmaker, but we're producing it. Uh, Peter Lewis was the um, founding member of the a band called Moby Grape uh, from the '60s. Who was uh, he? Also happened to be a Loretta Young's son, who you may or may not know was an sure. Academy Award winning uh, yeah. actress. So he is an interesting story. He's he's bringing it to his um, bringing his 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 daughter Arwen came to him at, at like 26 and said, "I want you to teach me music and guitar and and singing and writing." And so that's kind of what the documentary. It's sort of like grandma peter moby grape uh and um and then on to arwen so that that's another project we're working on so you're okay so you're known for uh you're a musician by trade right that's your kind of day job so to speak <clears throat> yeah songwriter i i wrote the the songs i wrote the two bigger songs from the movie dirty dancing i've had the time of my life and hungry eyes you wrote those two songs. I, I co-wrote those two songs. Okay. Yes. So that's something that, that that's a film that my sister would watch over and over and over again. There's a, a lot of people. There's a lot of people that still watch it over and over. Yeah. Yeah. And it's I a, watched it recently with my wife. And yeah. Uh, yeah it, it, <laughs> some of it stands up. Some of it's a little bit like what? <laughs> but now, I don't, I don't, you know, there was always a little what. Yeah. Um, but I think it stands up. I don't think they look like they're acting. I always, I, you know, when you see a film a few times, beyond the first or second time, you can start to see acting as opposed, you know what I mean? You, you're kind of no longer, you know, thinking about what's happening on the screen. You you know what's going to happen. Yeah. And you start to see acting. I still don't, I, I've seen it a hundred times. I don't know how many times I've seen it, but I still don't see acting. I don't, I don't, I don't go, oh, yeah, they look like they're acting there. You know, there's some. Um, it's a it's a, it's a phenomenon, obviously, because sure. we're still talking about it. Yeah. Uh, it. Eleanor Bergstein, who wrote the movie, I know we're not here to talk about Dirty Dancing, but Eleanor Bergstein wrote the movie. Who's a close friend, 
And she has an article. She had an article the day it came out in the New York Times on the front page of the arts and um, whatever that art art page is mm -hmm. on the Sunday Times. And she explains what's going on, uh, sort of bubbling under that whole movie with you know the the end of that summer. John Kennedy gets shot. And yeah, it's the innocence is lost, I guess, right? Yes, exactly. And, um, you know, then there's the Freedom Rides in Alabama and stuff like that. So there's a lot bubbling under, and, and she explains it in that. And, and I, you know, I think it comes through. Uh, the. I think that kind of stuff comes through sort of without people knowing it. They're you know they're they're but it's there i think it's part of part of the you know they obviously jennifer and patrick were great in their roles and you know it is a romeo and juliet story right i mean it's it's a tried and true uh you but yeah. it's interesting well it, it's also a jewish story too too right like it's well i i don't know does it i mean only in that it's takes place in the catskills yeah. at, a, at a jewish resort but i, I I mean, I guess maybe because a lot, of the, a lot of the Jewish people were on the forefront of, say, um, uh, civil rights and, um, you know, liberal causes. So maybe because it because it, let's not forget there's an abortion abortion. It's the according to Eleanor. I don't know if this is still true. It's the only film where abortion comes up and she has an abortion. Yeah. Which is, you don't think like about the it. first film, because, yeah, usually it would be like, oh, that would be the person's going to get an abortion. But then at the last minute, they're in the doctor's office and then she decides to not do it, I guess. Something right? like that. But this yeah. is the only one. And, and you know, listen, here in the States, it's a it's an issue again, which is hard to fathom. That we've, we're learning that majority of people, like in the terms of certain referendums that happened as this podcast is taking place, that oh, yeah. majority of people believe that 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 women can do whatever they want with their bodies. Let's put it that way. Well, it just happened in Ohio here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. there's a referendum. Happened in Kansas, which is yeah. where my wife is from. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, basically. Okay, so tell. I got to ask, because you brought up Dirty Dancing. Where's your Oscar right now? Oh, it's actually... Uh, in our apartment in New York City, uh, I have to bring it up. My son has been living there, and I got to bring I got to bring the Oscar up. You got to bring the Oscar up, and 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 so and so. Where is it? Where do you have it? In your bathroom? Um, it might be stowed away at the moment, but it, it also could be on the uh, the uh, fireplace mantle. And where? In I, I think it's in the piano. Uh, I think it's on the piano. My wife is here, but she doesn't want to tell you. Just come over here. You don't have to be on camera. Just yeah. so, sit over here yeah. and you can talk. Huh? I can't hear you. It's on the piano, she's telling. I, can you tell her that I didn't bring up Dirty Dancing? You brought up Dirty Dancing. I'm just doing some follow-up questions. I didn't bring up Dirty Dancing. He didn't bring it up. I did. <laughs> okay, let's then, go. So uh, tell me about the experience of, of going up on stage and winning the Oscar, how that 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 trip was for you. This was like 35 years ago, right? Uh, yeah, 1987, 88. Yeah. Um, well, I, it was it was amazing. It was a, an amazing evening. Uh, I got to meet a lot of kind of heroes like uh, Burt Lancaster and John Candy and uh, who's who's um, who was 
I can't think of the other guy's name, but I, you know, I met a lot of people and it was kind of fun. Uh, I, I, my mother was going through a, a, an illness at the time, so it was hard to really enjoy. And in fact, my speech, my part of the speech, because there's uh, actually on the time of my life, there's three writers, myself, Frank Previtt and Don Markowitz. Um, and uh, by the time I got up there, I just uh, thanked the people at the hospital that were helping my mom at that moment. So oh. very high and a low at the same time. That's so she, sweet. She passed away uh, like three, uh, one 30 days later. Oh. So it was a bittersweet. Yeah. And then, and so basically then that's sort of, but that's kind of an amazing, this kind of small budget film. Oh, tiny. The Jewish girl, uh, you know, falls in love with the Gentile handsome <laughs> man. And basically they, they, then all of a sudden the movie becomes a phenomenon. Like you said, uh -huh. it becomes this like, like unbelievable, like like you know, successful film beyond measure. And the soundtrack, we had the soundtrack. I remember the summer. I remember that summer we had like we were at our pool party. That that's that CD would like play over and over and over again. It's a great it was, CD. Yeah, it's a great CD. There's a lot of uh, Eleanor, uh, as I said, the writer. Um, she wrote a lot of those um, <laughs> hit titles into it, so that you know, like. Uh, smart and me and uh um love man uh, all that was written in the script so th that's what makes that a great soundtrack it, it, it along with the six new tunes there was um that and more dirty dancing had uh you know great great songs great past hit songs that were you know before the movie was out that were hits yeah so let's okay let's talk about float on hope when did you start doing animation films when did you start dabbling into the animation you know we just always for float on hope think of how that how that happened uh i know what it was my son and i and my wife um, have a friend of ours who's uh from the amazon and um she, you know she she had a certain way of saying manaus because she's brazilian and she was a certain way so we always picked up on manaus and then we said then we started talking about a character the mouse from manaus and um and we wanted to kind of maybe do children's books whatever with the mouse from manaus and when the song came uh when i wrote the song uh along with um jason stutz who who wrote the lyrics with me uh, and I wrote the music and um, we um, when I after the song was written, we said, what, what's a good way to, to get this across? And we just thought animation would work. I, uh, I looked everywhere for the right animator. It was not an easy task to find the right animator because mm. uh, and I, I stumbled upon uh, Jenna Schott and she's like 21 or 22 she's a young, young gal. And her stuff just grabbed me, colorful. And, uh, you know, there's not a lot of people doing that 2D. Yeah, I was um, just going to mention, like, you wanted you wanted it to be 2D? Is that what I did? Okay. I did. I wanted it to be like a cart, you know, like an old cartoon. And um, Jenna was just the right person. We Deborah and I wrote, this, wrote a script up, you know, sort of generally from the lyrics. And, um, and Jenna just followed that and, uh, you know, it took her a couple of months, but, um, you know, she, she, I don't know. I'm not sure she had done anything of four minute, five minute length. I think she, yeah. she's just 
kind of starting out. But uh, I, you know, the mouse from Manaus was a, a way to get the 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 um, message of the video, the song across without being heavy handed because you know it's a tough subject to you know you don't want to be preachy. Yeah. Um, and um, I think uh, it comes off. Uh, you know, you 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 watch it and you you're into the character and uh and the message is still is still coming in and, you know um the the interviews you guys did with uh people that had seen it yeah the feedback have, video yeah feedback video man it, it felt awesome because they all got exactly every point we were trying to get across so i felt like successful in that in that regard you know they all picked up on everything that was um that that we were you know trying to move them with so uh, that was awesome feedback i don't know who those people were but they were awesome <laughs> uh, random audience members that's sort of what uh, that's sort of what we do so yeah <laughs> it was great yeah, there's a definitely like a certain style to uh to this animation it's like you said you you, you referenced like like old kind of uh animation back in our day <laughs> but uh but it's but there's a certain kind of modern kind of vibe to it like that's because right? so, yes because she's young you yeah. know what i mean it's a young young uh animator that obviously is was influenced by all that so uh you know that's just you know in the, in the music world it's similar to you know when you hear uh, alex g or um kevin parker um tame impala there you can hear the vintage, you know, the seventies and eighties and sixties in what they do, but it's got them because they're young. There's a modern twist to it. So I, I couldn't be happier with finding Jenna. I, 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 I hope that she's, um, I'd love to continue working with her and hope she gets work from this because I think she's awesome. Well, it's a great, yeah, it's a great proof of concept of her ability. You gave, you gave, yeah. So yeah, <clears throat> the, like I said, the fact that all all the people you interviewed made every point we were trying to make. Yes, yeah. I, I felt you know I felt really uh, <laughs> we felt vindicated by that. So how did it work with her then? Because like because you obviously had the music video. Did you write a script in terms of like what where you're going with the film? Like is that how the process was? <sighs> yes, it's exactly how the process. But Deb and I sat down and. Uh, you know, just given given the lyric, we just put a, a storyboard basically out. Uh, not literally, she did, uh, Jenna did the storyboard, but we gave her a pay, you know, a few pages of of uh, direction and and what we, you know, what you know when this lyric is being said, maybe you show some this, and when this lyric is being said, maybe you show this. And um, actually, I should have glanced at it before. I, I still have it somewhere. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, so she, she, so from a script, I sent her that script and then I think she drew up a, a storyboard, mm -hmm. uh, you know, with, uh, I don't know, 12, 15 pieces. Sequences, and, yeah. Yeah. And then, um, then she just went at it, you know, took, like I said, took her a couple, a couple of months and, you know, it was a, a leap of faith because like I said, she had, she had a couple of things uh more like um you know just characters and it's sh very short films even shorter than you know just the you know 30 second to 15 second stuff 
So, uh, but I, I again, uh, she came through um, wonderfully. I, did she respond to you to to uh, be interviewed? Do you know? I don't know. Maybe I, that's not my. Uh, I, okay. Maybe perhaps, hopefully, because I'm actually like she's got a pretty cool uh, Instagram photo. Like it's her yeah. Instagram uh, page. That's what you look talk. at her Instagram. You go, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, uh, and that's that. I saw the, her Instagram after. I think I found it through one of those online. I forget what it's called, where you 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 find animators or uh, oh, gotcha, yeah, it's like a, kind what, of like a like a like a LinkedIn or a Mandy, like one yeah, of those. something something like that, and and uh, and she was surprised because she hadn't looked at that, she hadn't she signed up to it a long time ago, and she, she did she kind of forgot it was even there, yeah where i found her yeah. funny, and she probably didn't even know what dirty dancing was right like yeah, I don't, you know that's a good question i, I don't know if we ever <laughs> talked about dirty dancing yeah I know, now that you mentioned that yeah uh but uh you know that um the final you know we, we had the whole script done and she we she did it and and we were like god we have to deb came up with the idea to have the the little mouse wake up out of a dream uh, which gotcha. is after the credits, you see the mom come in, come in, you know, he, she, he was having, he or she was having a, a, a nightmare basically based on his fears, his young fears of what's happening to the planet. Yeah. You know, so I, I, we wanted to give a little bit of hope to people, you know what I mean? So, I mean, he didn't want to seem like she, you know, Oh, the hell with earth. Let's just get out of here and go to another planet you know, we wanted to end it up with like, let's do something. You know, this is what's happening. Can we do something about it? Yeah. yeah. So the, the the premise is is that is that there's a mouse who lives in the rainforest in Brazil and, and gets on a spaceship and get the gets the hell out of Earth because shit's burning up. down. Part of my French, like yeah, yeah, it's burning up. You know, right in the first uh, the first line. You know, um, crayons melting in the sun while our skin burns. And you know you see the the um, characters in the in the um, Amazon sort of you know burning you know, you know being yeah uh, and, and then you know he sadly has to say goodbye to mom because he has to, he's been chosen to try and colonize another planet you know yeah. so. So, uh, he, you know, so that that was one of my favorite things she did, you know, this little stick arms and little tears, you know, um, with mom and, and the uh, baby mouse. And then he's yeah. pumping iron and um, trying to get ready to go to the next, you know, stage. And um, uh, and so, yeah, so um, where was I? What were we talking about? No, it's, it's, it's interesting about uh, using a, an animal instead of a human. Oh, well, that's subject, the, right. It takes takes the um, you know the animal is a stand-in for all of us, right? Yeah. For, but we are, it seems humans seem to be more connected to the animals than, than than themselves, right? We 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 want the mouse to survive. If it's a human, perhaps we don't care. Yeah. As much. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. We, you know, we're, that's true. Well, the animals, because the animals are innocent for the most part, right? Yeah. They're not, they're not causing this. Um, they're not, uh, you know, they don't have the same, you know, all the things that are going on in this world yeah. that go on in the animal world. I mean, so um, yeah, it was, it, it was a great standard. It, 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 it not only um, addressed what our youth might be thinking, 
and I know they are, <laughs> about what what we've left them. Yeah, you know, particularly my generation. Um, and it, you know, and it's 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 not so literal as a you know a human would have been. You know, how do you do that without being preachy? You know, yeah. so so it's it's just, it, I I'm, I feel really happy that we subtly subtly got the message across. Um, you know, you you you're, you're not sad when you watch the video. You're you're kind of like, wow, that's a cute video, but it does. You know, at the end, there's a listing of of uh, places you can uh, go to help uh, save the planet, and um, you know, it's just it, it it's not heavy handed, and and uh, and thanks to Jenna, she made the character so likable and. And and again that that last scene and I hope everybody saw the they did your 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 viewers there's that last scene because now the credits are going and then it's uh, at the very end it's silent but the mom comes in and the the babe you know the mouse wakes up and yeah uh, you know it, he's not really on another planet yeah planet somewhere it was all yeah. a dream right it was all a dream but but it's reflecting his psyche you know uh, this could be what we do you know we have to do something we is, can't you know is that even feasible like we're we gonna go to like mars or something and colonize mars is that even a thing that can even i know like I don't know. talk to elon musk he thinks yeah. so i i i you know we'd have to we'd have to get there in a hurry i i think it's what is it now it'd be a couple of years before you'd get there yeah, because yeah, you have to. Yeah, it takes a long time to fly there, right? But it doesn't but seem like a feel like just it's no, like it, a band aid. Like figure out this planet, totally, totally. Right? <laughs> disaster, be disaster. Yeah. Well, you know, how are you going to make an environment to live on Mars? Yeah, if you could get to some other area of the of the um, galaxy that has a similar planet, but you know, which there may be, but you're never going to get there. So, yeah, it's not feasible. Um, but I know these guys are talking about it, right? They're not a, not you, not moving human humankind there, yeah. but but you know, building a enclosed yeah. something that you'd sit on Mars or the Moon or whatever. Um, that's not feasible. It's it's uh, and and so what that tells like spend us spend your money like like uh, this is my my commentary of the day but spend your money if it's billions of dollars spend it on like helping people like like there's so many like starving people in the world who don't have homes like that's where you can spend your money right so or or, or fix the problem the yes fix the problem right yeah. right right yeah. you know these so. you know these guys have such egos i mean it it's it's sick think? that they have that much money you know it's really it sick you know but yeah. you know that's that's humans, you know. I it's we're yeah. a flawed species. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Wow. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. I always wondered because you brought the animal because it's like the mouse. Maybe the mouse will be fine, right? The, a lot of animals are going to be fine. The humans are going to die. The animals, most of them, will survive. I always wonder what the birds are thinking of us. If we can speak to the birds, right? Because they've been around for billions of years. They're like they're thinking like what a bunch of idiots these these humans are. Right? I know, I know. We have a ton that we feed out here. Yeah. Um. And they had they have they had to adjust like uh they had to adjust to us right. Right. With the light because there was like the lighting itself right because we just lit up the whole planet which wasn't yeah. there you know yeah. two yeah. a thousand years ago right so. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. So they're they're evolving with us with our craziness, right? So yeah, you know, it's funny that they they a lot of them come and if the if if we 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 uh we have a feeder and then we have this thing that we put up that we put like this peanut butterish type stuff and they love it. And if it's out, if they run it, if they've eaten it all, they come and they sit on the window and they kind of tap on it, you know. Yeah. So they're so smart. They know what's going they're on. Very smart. Yeah. 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 Very smart. Yeah. They, 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 yeah, that's a thing. It's like, well, that's another human ego thing, right? We, <laughs> that we're so much better than everybody else, right? So, oh, I know. It's so true. You know, it really, uh, yeah. You know, a dog is a, is a better, um, is a, you know, a better, um, what am I looking at? Mammal. Yeah. Than we are. And dogs are perfect. So fantastic film. It's like, but then I guess that's your, that's the, that's your kind of thematic. It's about the planet. It's like, it's, it's a cause. It's almost like a cause film, I guess, in a sense. Yeah, oh, totally. I mean, it, the song is existed obviously before the um, film. Uh, I, I don't know. Um, be, between my co-writer and I, we, we just, I don't, I don't, I don't know if we set out to do a, a song about uh, the environment but that you know songs just find their way yeah and that's where it found itself so um um you know so we, we just I, I i can't think of the moment where we it popped on our head oh oh we should do a a, a mouse from yeah. a mouse video for this song but uh I, I don't know like i said we we've been we had been tossing the mouse from manaus idea around and um, this seemed like a really good place to use it. And uh, I feel lucky again that uh, I said it earlier yeah. <laughs> that we found Jenna because it could have been. Uh, I, I went through a few people and uh, a couple of people in Europe and uh, India, and I was like, mm, it doesn't seem right. And Jenna, right here, she she's from Houston, but she moved to to New York City, which is, you know, where I spent most of my time. Yeah. Uh, so. Um, you know, she she had she had that going for her. She you know she stuck to our script, which was which was nice. Well, yeah, that's the yeah, and yeah, it's a it's, it's a great collaboration. And like you said, you had she must have listened to the song like over and over again. She I'm had sure. the song as the inspiration, and then you guys with your kind of direction, it's amazing. It's a, and it's now it's at festival circuits, and it's just getting getting themselves out there. Do you have a grand plan for this film where you want it to the show and where you want it to be? You know, I have someone that works at, I have a record label, OMAD Records, O-M-A-D Records. Ordinary Madness comes from Ordinary Madness, which was a Charles Bukowski. But uh, it's an old, old uh, name that we had around for, for years, but it's been a record label for uh, 15, 20 years. And um, um, uh, oh, where, 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 what was the question? I'm losing my... The grand plan of the where you want the film to uh, go. Yeah, so... Um, I, we have a a, an empo- a a person that's employed with the record company that has been uh, kind of just going after festivals with this song, this video, and I have another video from the same record called "She Said," which has been in a lot of festivals and and you know done really well. Now, I mean, the, the grand plan is to hopefully uh, have people hear the song and watch the video and. Uh, ideally um bring some thought to the problem yeah you know i don't i don't think that's a problem with uh under 40 year olds but um 
um, you know, here in, in this country, I, I don't want to get too political, but there's a lot of people on the Republican side who still don't acknowledge yeah. Yeah. that there's a problem with the planet, which is really blows my mind well it's an economics thing right because they want to they want to get votes and and they want and how how to get the best votes is is create jobs for people and you gotta gotta fuck up the planet a little bit to create jobs so they don't want to deal with it yeah meanwhile uh, i think it was the u.s military who came up with a thing that said if we don't do something it'll be have the the worst financial consequences on the whole world everywhere financially how are you going to stop water from drowning new york city yeah you know i mean uh, you know there's there's so many economic problems tied to this problem so to ignore the problem you know there's a i guess there's a big oil lobby here in the u.s maybe in canada too but um you know but you have a capitalistic stock market system where you they people believe in their quarters right so their quarters have to make a profit Right. So every three months they have to make a profit. And then so the, 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 what you're talking about, the grand plan, nobody right. wants to lose money on their quarter. Right. Because the stocks will go down. People lose money. Right. right. You got to please the stockholders. Yeah. But, you know, um, my argument to that is, well, then get involved with, um, you know, uh, renewable energy. Yeah. 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 Put all your, you know, you have so much money, billions of dollars. Don't don't keep putting it into oil. Put it, you know, or put half of it into oil and put half of it into, you know, you can, you know, I don't care who makes the money off yeah. off it. You know, I do care, sort of. But but, uh, you know, if that's going to ease the transition, then put, you know, make it happen. You know, get, get on board with uh, solar panels and windmills. And the analogy is that is that car companies could have could have started making um non-gas cars like a long time ago they cited against it because it was a big plan because they were going to lose money for a while and then so they right. so they, that's just happening in a lot of corporations they don't want to shift because right. it's a great it's, it's going to take a year to make their profits back right so right yeah. and you know um you know they're having that trouble right now with that was part of the reason for the uh auto strike here in the u.s um was what are you going to do with with for the ev plants that's not going to need as many people and so they're trying to figure out a way to less less maintenance on the car too right like you know how much money we put in our cars all the time gas and like little like oil changes and like oh you got a little problem here and your oil your filter Right. that's that's gone right so they're, they're not making those extra money right so well you're still gonna need it well you know you know just how much air filtering do you need not much so that's that's the whole point it's like there's less maintenance on a on an electric car than there is on a gas car right so i've been i've been i really I, i'm about to buy an electric car i, I keep saying I, I have to shut my mouth or buy a, uh, an electric car yeah. but there is still you know i mean for the local it's fine but when you go on a long trip, there, I, I, it's, a, I'm, I'm a little nervous. That, you know, you, you kind of have to plan everything because you have, to, have to get to a, you know, if you charger. go over, yeah, you have to find a charger and you well, know, and get talk to, to these guys there. like they, you, you figure they can get a bigger battery, right? <laughs> it lasts longer. Well, that's that, a, that's what's like a pretty easy solution. Some people are saying, you know, they're waiting for the next generation of batteries. You know, yeah. so, 
which will maybe charge quicker, you know, charge in 30 seconds or something. You know what I mean? That so I, I don't know, but I think I'm gonna do it. I, I there is the hybrid too, uh, which is you know, around town. Uh the plug-in hybrid hybrid would, would give you 30 miles around town, which is all you really need. And then but when you go on long distance, then it runs out, the engine kicks in. So but I don't I feel like that's a half half ass solution. I think I'm gonna Ionic five. I'm thinking about the Ionic five. On that note, John, thank you for your candor. Thanks for your yeah. time. Uh, yeah. And uh, basically, yeah, it's a fantastic film. And and, and uh, you really shout out to Jenna Shot for her animation. And but it's also a fantastic song that you guys wrote as well. So, congrats on all fronts. I hope that the film gets gets some traction and gets out there after after the festival circuit's done. We're very honored to show the film at our festival, and uh, I'm glad you enjoyed the audience feedback video. Yeah, really did. One, two, three, four, five.